It's time now for a business update on the program, and we're going to be heading back to China to discuss the impact of those protests against COVID restrictions that it's having on the markets and economic outlook. Our business editor, Charles Pellegrin, is on set to tell us more. Hi, Allison. Absolutely. If there's one thing investors dislike, it's uncertainty, and there's no bigger vector of uncertainty than a nationwide protest. Uh, this, uh, the footage of the demonstrations against the government's harsh COVID restrictions uh, showcases an important amount of pent-up frustration among the population. And this has weighed on market sentiment this session, especially considering that the number of COVID cases is continuing to drive up. We're seeing stocks on both the Hang Seng in Hong Kong and the Shanghai Composite selling off. As you can see, Shanghai Composite uh, down almost three quarters of a percent and the Hang Seng in Hong Kong down almost two percent. The same, we're seeing similar pictures in uh, Tokyo and in Seoul uh, as well. Earlier, France 24 spoke to Stephen Innes of SPI Asset Management. Take a listen. I think you have to look at everything, uh, how it's impacting the reopening uh, narrative. And uh, obviously, the rise in COVID case counts really pushes back any reopening narrative. Protests are another level, level of extreme here. I don't think we're going to reach Tiananmen Square levels, but there's certainly a lot of uncertainty in the market. So the market's taking a risk off default position on what's going on right now. I think the pragmatic view here would be that once we get through this COVID wave, the reopening will happen a lot quicker. I think they're going to be reluctant, to, though, to reopen sooner, given the uh, rise in COVID cases. That's just been the op- modus operandi for the past few years. And the rise in COVID cases and the government's uh, apparent intransigence on its zero COVID policy is also having an impact on oil prices. Both the WTI and the crude are dropping based on the assumption that Chinese demand will be lower in the future. As you can see, the uh, West Texas Intermediate immediate down uh, 2.5% and same for a barrel of Brent crude, uh, just around $81 a barrel. And to close off this segment on COVID in China, here's an illustration of the uncertainty that can be felt there on those topics. The Financial Times reporting that after the government's announcement that it would shorten quarantine periods for close contacts and for new arrivals to the country, well, people started looking to buy their own ventilators and oxygen machines. This on the assumption that the medical system over there would be overwhelmed and unable to deal with the influx of older patients, a third of whom have not received their booster shots yet. Uh, Searches for this kind of equipment on uh, social media platform WeChat shot up 90% after the announcement of tweaks in policy last month. And the latest in a series of moves to limit Chinese telecom firms from from accessing U.S. networks was announced over the weekend. U.S. authorities enacting a ban on the import or sale of communications equipment deemed an unacceptable risk to national security. This includes gear from Chinese tech giants Huawei and ZTE, as well as video surveillance firm Hikvision. Huawei has uh, previously denied sharing any data with the Chinese government, and Hikvision, meanwhile, says its products present no threat to the U.S. In South Korea this Monday, the government will be meeting with a striking truckers union for first talks in a five-day national walkout. The strike has led to supply chain disruptions and to shortages of concrete on building sites and fuel in gas stations. Well, Seoul estimates daily losses at around $224 million. This is the uh, second major industrial action in less than six months for truckers, with thousands of them demanding better pay and working conditions. Hopes for a breakthrough are low this Monday, with the union saying the government is 
demanding an unconditional return to work. And let's finish by taking a look back at Black Friday sales this year, specifically online sales. Those hit a new record at just over $9 billion. This, as a, this is a 2.3% increase compared to last year's sales. And uh, electronics were a favorite, with sales surging over 200% for those products compared to the average day in October. But the rise in prices and gloomy economic outlook still played a part, though, with the increased use of delayed payment plans. Compared to the previous week, uh, there was a 78% increase in buy now, pay later schemes. And uh, Allison, this is ahead of Cyber Monday, the online specific sales bonanza, which takes place today. This is expected to drive up to $11.2 billion in spending. Wow, I have to say Thanksgiving, one of my favorite American traditions. Black Friday, one of my least favorite. <laughs> uh, but good to know some people are benefiting from it. Uh, Charles Pellegrin, thank you very much for that business update. Uh, that